When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone, welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This week in Club Deck Corner, it was all right on the night as Rangers get to the final of the League Cup and we look ahead to the next match against Sparta Prague on Thursday night. I am Scott Carney and joining me as I give a smile and a nod is to Ali Pearson. How are you mate? Very well. Recovering from um, Sunday. That was a a long shift um, on alcohol. With uh, Mr. Gemmel afterwards, so it was, um, yeah, yeah, yesterday wasn't he? Wasn't he great? Even today at work, it was that kind of, you know, you know when you've been in a big, a big night out, it's very draining. So, uh, but it was worth it, worth it to see Rangers win at Hamden. How was Paisley Road when you back down? I don't, I've not spoke to you really since I left you. Eh, uh, it was all right. It wasn't overly busy to be honest. Um, we did you stay there? there for, did you go into town or that? We were down there for a wee bit. We were in a few places down there. We ended up in Oswald's of all places. Oh, did you? Uh, met a few places. Met met a few uh, familiar faces in there from Paisley Road, actually, um, right. and a, f- a few sing songs. But um, aye, it was all good. Yeah, even on the post match, mate, we done it. We'd all had a few. To be fair, nice. at that point, apparently, Mister Mister Gemmel, <laughs> he was rubber. I know. I don't even know. I don't even know why I let him, let him on, mate. To be honest, but he was rubber. Uh, but we. Um, I stopped at the right time because I came home, had something to eat, was in my bed relatively early, mate, and then I was okay for Monday, to be honest. I was absolutely fine at work. A wee bit groggy, but you know that way, just uh, you've had a few beers the day before, groggy, not really hung over at all. But no, a cracking day, an absolutely cracking day. So yeah, just me and Alistair tonight, and the reason for that is, um, as we speak, as we record, Scotia and Ryan should be recording a little something after being at the fans' forum today. Uh, If all things going to plan during this recording, and my multitask 
asking is up to, up to scratch. I should receive their video as we're doing this, and I'll try not leave Ali out in the cold, get it uploaded to this, and we'll hear from them hopefully at the end of the pod about how the fan forum went. Uh, so, yeah, but before all that... Um, Shameless plug as always to support the podcast to reach the next level. You can join the channel for as little as 99p a month. You can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the Coffee by Legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. All the links are in the description for this podcast. Uh, before we get into the, the semi-final, mate, um, just a tidy up a few bits of news that was out today. Um, first off, Rangers can confirm the following league fixture updates with a rearrangements in place due to the club's participation in the Via Play Cup. Um, final uh, for the upcoming final on December 17th uh, below are the new dates and they are Wednesday the 20th of December Rangers will take on St Johnston at Ibrox uh, the kickoff will be 7.45pm and Wednesday the 24th of January will be Hibs v Rangers away Easter Road again kickoff um, 7.45 as well so yeah just a couple of bits to keep your calendar updated and before we as I say before we come on to that we'll just Touch on Abdallah Sima. He was named as the SPFL Player of the Month for October. Sima himself released a wee bit on Twitter and said, I'm loving my time at Rangers so far and I feel like I'm continuing to improve on the pitch. That is thanks to my teammates and the staff here who support me to continue to reach, to help me continue to reach my next best level. God sake, mate, I need to put my teeth in. I've not got my teeth in, honestly. Follower of my words. Uh, Seema, mate, look, I, I think he's been great and I think he's a, a marked improvement. There's absolutely zero doubt, especially since Clemence came in. But even before then, I think he was the only one that was really performing. And it's it's nice when a guy not proves you wrong, but we had our serious doubts about him. And you know what's also nice, mate? Seeing a Rangers player getting player of the month, it doesn't happen too often in recent times, mate. No. Especially in recent times. But yeah, no, he's been very good, Seymour. When he first came in, we looked at him and thought, looks a bit raw. Um, he had the kind of Sakala characteristics, if you want to say, in terms of the way he loses balls, runs with balls. But I think he's grown into the Rangers jerseys. He's nailed down that position. Um, he's one of the first names of the team sheet for us. Can he went through that spell of scoring up, well, a good few goals for Rangers. I know it's dried up in the last couple of games there for him, but he's still contributing for Rangers. I thought, obviously, okay, when it's semi-final, I thought he was very good. Pace and power, which defenders don't like, and he's got that in abundance, Seema. So, yeah, he's kicking on, Seema, for me. I think he's enjoying his football at Rangers. Will we see him next year, Rangers? I, I don't know, to be honest. I think we might be priced out of it, but just I would um, I would enjoy him while he's, while he's here. Yeah, and especially if he continues the form that he's on, mate. And you're right, probably another um, slightly soft state on... Um... Sunday, mate, we probably didn't give, I, I don't think we gave a mention to him, and I thought he ran he ran them ragged, he really was, yeah. he was right nuisance for Hearts, and getting himself involved and forward any time um, anytime he could, and he looks like a guy that's grown in confidence as well, he looks like a guy that's ready to, to take players on, to knock the ball past a player and run onto it, and he's He's a bit of a juggernaut when he gets going. He's a big lad. Do you know what I mean? He's a big lad going at that pace. So, no, congratulations to him. I think it's thoroughly deserved and he's, he's definitely been the standout for us over the last month or so. Um, that's for sure. So, we'll go on to the, the semi-final now, mate. So, obviously, we won 3-1 in the Via Play League Cup semi-final. We put in a great performance, especially in the second half, in my opinion. Um, as we've just mentioned, Ali, it was quite an enjoyable enjoyable day. Yes, it was... Um... Yeah, it's good to come out of Hamden and actually <laughs> enjoy your day and enjoy enjoy the football at Hamden as well because 
we've not we've not seen the Rangers at all at Hamden in recent years, really. So it was it was a good day. The first half, I, I don't think we're great in the first half, but we never we're never in danger. We were unlucky not to be ahead. It was I think Scotia said it was similar to the to the Dundee game during the week, and it kind of was to be honest. Second half, I just thought we motored on and just ran over the top of Hearts, which I thought we should be doing going into this mm-hmm. game because we are far better than Hearts. But overall, Carney, I was delighted, delighted because you're starting to see patterns of play. You're starting to see this Rangers team evolving under Clement. He's only been in, in the job, I don't know, less than a month now, but you're starting to see it and it's um, everything's positive at the moment. So I... I hope it continues because there's a good feel feel good factor around the fans at the moment and yeah, buzzing to go Ibrox on, on Thursday night. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, I can't really disagree with that. I think in the first half I was probably a wee bit overcritical of the team. I do still think it was very much a sussing each other out kind of um, half, but Rangers were dominant throughout the game, really, after yeah. watching the game back. We were dominant. We, we weren't really in any real danger. Cantwell um, has a decent effort, to be fair, well saved by Clark, which I, I don't think we did mention, but it was, was well saved, and he saved one from a seamer header as well. So, and as I say, in the first half, you're probably... A wee bit overcritical, I suppose, because I think we were. Well, I know what we knew I like, especially Ali, because I could see you. You're about yeah. ten rows, ten seats away from me, looking at each other, going, "We've not scored yet. We've not scored yet." And that wee bit always creeps into your mind. I Me, mean, I suppose that still goes back to Oscar Tissue, though. I think it's been at Ham. It's been at Hamden, though, and you've, and you've seen got a it. terrible you've, record. Aye. You've you've seen it before at Hamden, and I don't think it helps. Guys watching the television have maybe got a better view of the game because. Hamden is a horrific place to watch football because terrible. It's, I mean, I thought we had already, we were right in the halfway line, all of us um, in the north stand. But even at that, it's it's hard to Hamden really to see it at times. So it's difficult. Guys in the telly, like I say, will get a better view of it. But yeah, I mean, I looked across at you after and went, I you after the words that shite. Um, <laughs> it's because we went ahead with a couple of chances. And you're, you're right, the scar tissue of, off, if it goes a bit longer and Hearts nick a goal, what happens? But Rangers were never in danger in that game, Carney. No. Never in danger. And I just thought the second half, we just, we just um, up the gears and put Hearts away. Yeah, especially in the first half, I don't think we were in any real danger at all. I thought we were. I thought we were in complete control. I don't think Butland had a really had a save to make yeah. in the first half. We will come on to him in the second half, of course, but uh, I don't think we were in any real danger. The second half, though, mate, Rangers really kicked into gear. I thought, and the addition of Scott Wright replacing Cantwell was a, a real difference maker. I've said before that when a new manager comes in, mate, and I, I'm I'm going to keep reiterating it because I think it's I think it's relevant when a new manager comes in and he's very much sticking to. His word of everybody gets a clean slate everybody gets to start again and Scott Wright is one that's taken that opportunity I think we um, we seen him getting sent off against Aberdeen mate a guy that was just blatantly as frustrated as you like didn't want to be on that pitch didn't want to be playing in that position that he, um, he was getting forced to play in lost his rag, got himself sent off. And we all thought at this point, mate, generally, I think we all said it. Um, and I got put up in the comments about it as well um, from the, the post-match that we'd done on Sunday that um, we were saying that we'd never want to see him in the Rangers jersey again. Well, I didn't want to see him in the Rangers jersey again, but the new manager's come in and decided to give him a chance. And if he takes that chance and proves me wrong, good. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was outstanding, Scott, right? Again, kicking on for Wednesday night when we gave him, or I gave him a man in the match. I know you had him in your... Your top three, but I just thought he's a difference maker. I just at half time, Carney, I turned around to, 
to to Scotia and, and Lee, and I said, because <clears throat> Cantwell wasn't a booking, mm-hmm. and I didn't trust him on the booking, and I didn't trust Nick Walsh mostly because he's card happy. Um, and I, I was actually I was saying I was like I would I'd take Cantwell off and put right on, and the manager did that, which I thought was brave of him because he could have t- he could have went and said I'll take Lammers off and put Cantwell in the middle of the park, but he didn't. He seen he was on a book, and he did say in his post match that that was because that was one of the reasons he took him off was because he was on that booking. So that that's good management by uh, Clement. But Scott Wright, I just he's just at the moment he's just positive, drives with balls, his touches there at the moment. His goal was fantastic. I mean, it was a mirror image of his goal at Hamden in the in the final, the Scottish Cup. But yeah, he just needs to kick on, Scott. Is he the is he the future of Rangers? <laughs> I, I don't know, but if he can contribute this season, Carney coming on for Cami will start, and he's got a big part of playing this Rangers team. And again, defenders don't like wingers, tricky wingers with pace that can run, and he can do it. Um, and I think he just, I think he suits the style of play that Clement wants to play, along with another like Matondo when he comes back. I think could thrive in this Rangers team when he comes back, and that'll be more options for us. But Scott Wright at the moment. He's got the jersey for me. He's um, two fantastic performances, so hopefully he can kick on and um, continue. I agree, mate. I do, and it, obviously it's 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 nice for me because I've said a million times as well. I like when ex Aberdeen players do well at Rangers because it pisses off my stepdad. So I I do, I do like that. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite things because he hates Ryan Jack. Like he absolutely despises him. So I want him to hate Scott Wright just as much. But no, look. As a guy, do I think Scott Wright's limited? Yes, I do think he's limited. However, can he be utilised and use his strengths? Then yes, of course he can. Don't ask him to do things that he can't do, i.e. play him as an attacking midfielder or play him as this number 10 role that Beal confusingly started to play him as. And he started on the left one time as well, which but he's never played in his whole career, I don't think. So he's another one that I think is benefit, benefiting from Clement, giving specific roles to players, saying this is what I want you to do. I want you to get the ball and I want you to run at him because you'll be terrified of you because you've got pace and he doesn't want anything to do with you. And he's very much like that. But I thought he was involved in everything. Even the times where he was cutting inside, he did drift in in the middle a little bit I thought he was very effective and he's a guy that I think was he's really just taking his chances just now and he loves playing at Hamden blatantly absolutely loves playing at Hamden look it's, it's one of those things sometimes it happens uh, but yeah he is taking full advantage of this the kind of clean slate that the manager is rewarding everybody Next guy I want to speak about, mate, is James Tavernier I thought he was terrific for the full 90 generally I thought he was he was he was good defensively. I thought offensively he was brilliant. I thought he was actually leading by example. And it's interesting to hear his teammates, mate, after it, the way they speak about him, about how much he was a role model on and off the pitch. Same as Clement said the same thing. He's a, he's a, he's ultimate professional. He leads by example in the changing room. And I, I still stand by, mate. Like, okay, yes, he's got his frailties. Yes, he's been poor form um, recently. I think they all were under Bill. Like, I'm not going to lie. And I still say there's nobody in that squad, no one, not one player, I don't believe, in that squad that would do what James Tavernier does for Rangers. But I, 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 that's why I'll always very quickly jump back into his camp. Do you know what I mean? I've called for him to be dropped. I've been called for him to get rotated and to try something else. But if he's going to continue to put in performances like that in big games yet again, mate, he's done it time and time again. It's a... Uh, 
people have made their mind up on him. Um, they really have. People have already decided that he shouldn't be the captain, he shouldn't be this, but I still stand by, mate. Nobody else in that Rangers team does what James Tavernier does. He's, uh, his penalty is superb. The free kick is stupendous, literally stupendous. It's fantastic. And I just thought he... He was the he was a he was a he was a standout and a very good uh, Rangers performance. Yeah, <laughs> ever since I slagged Tav uh, weeks and weeks ago under Beal, <laughs> when I was saying the next manager should come in and potentially look at maybe looking at a new captain. I wasn't actually saying remove Tav for the team, but maybe looking at a new captain would maybe give him maybe help Tav at that point. But since then, he's he's just went up a gear. This the beginning of the season, he's not been great along a lot of other players. So, listen, most of the team haven't been great, but he was just lacking something. But since Clement's come in, he's, he's just he's kind of went back to the tab that you remember. Tav, uh, he scored some amount of goals since Clement's come in, can even if you take mm-hmm. where if you say with Davis and that come in as well. But he scored something like I don't know, honestly, six goals or something, six or seven goals since he's come in. I know a few of them are penalties, but um. I, I thought I thought on um, Sunday I thought he was fantastic. I thought his defending was very good, Carney, which he got slaughtered for. But I thought his defending was good. He caught us up the park. His passing was good. Obviously the two goals, the penalty, balls to hit a penalty, um, and it was a good penalty for Tav because Sander Clark thought he was going down the middle like his last Mate. penalty. So and the keeper always makes himself look very stupid when he does that. Yeah, right? yeah, but it's it's. It's, it's pressure, pressure penalties. These are nil nil. You need to score that. If he doesn't score that, it gives Hearts momentum, but he doesn't. He puts it away in the free kick, can he? Just we, me, Lee, and Scotia looked at each other and went, He's putting us in the back. And it was just, he just had a feeling about it. And he just, yeah. what a goal it was. And it was uh, no, a fantastic performance by Tav. And yeah, he just he just keeps proving people wrong, doesn't he? People like myself that doubted him. And I'm, I'm a Tav fan. I'm a Tav fan. I always have been a Tav fan this season. I thought, is he just one year too old now? But mm-hmm. in the last few games when Clement's come in, he's just, he's, like I say, he's went up gears. And Clement did say after the match, if I could have more players like him in terms of the way he looks after himself, in terms of how he is on the park, he doesn't have many of the players. And he's one of a, a leadership group at the moment that are thriving under Clement, him along with a couple of other players. But more of that to have in... Um, I hopefully we see it Thursday because Europa League. He loves Europa League. He does love Europa League, mate. I always stand as well. I think it's a, a case of be careful what you wish for. I really do. I, I, I think he's take him out of that team. See, so take him out of that team. Mm-hmm. You would know he wasn't yeah. there. You would know he's not there. Yeah, and even if he's playing bad or playing good, you would still know that he's not there. Yeah, I, I, I just think he's he offers us so much. He really does offers us so much. And right now, the way that Clement's setting up, he's probably. Again, I'd probably need to get Adam back on for heart and hand to discuss it, but he's probably getting the, the holding midfielders to offer support defensively for Tav so he can utilise the strengths of players. And I think that's one thing that we're seeing. And I think that's why you're seeing the likes of Lundstrom stepping up to the mark. You're seeing the likes of um, Scott Wright stepping up to the mark. You're seeing the likes of Tavenier stepping up to the mark because he's utilising people's strengths. I still think there's a bit of tweaking to be done in terms of Lammers and Cantwell. I think that's a conversation that could run on and on. I don't believe Cantwell's very effective on the right-hand side. We need to somehow get him into the middle. I understand the, the substitution on on Sunday because he was on a booking and as Cantwell and he's got a, a reputation probably for his mouth as well in terms of on social media and whatever else and the referees are all aware of this. They they all know that fine well and Nick Walsh was, was desperate to to 
to stir something up, I think. Yeah, he was desperate to stir something up. But, um, yeah, as I say, but Tavernier was just excellent. He really was. Uh, I'm, I'm so chuffed for him, generally. I'm delighted for him because the criticism has been has been harsh on him. Uh, and I justified and harsh, I think that's probably fair. I think some of it you can say, yeah, well, you've not been who, you've not really been your, your kind of usual self under Bill, especially not. But since Clement's come in, he's really kicking on. Uh, and as I say, on, on, um, on Sunday, he was my man of the match by quite a considerable distance, and there was a lot of other players that played really well. But I thought, I thought, um, I thought Tav was fantastic. Um, we'll move on to to Jack Butland, mate. He made crucial saves um, at crucial times. He is, he's a top draw keeper. He really is. He is a fantastic goalkeeper. He's one thing that Bill will get. One thing Bill will get uh, remembered for is the fact that he brought Butland to the club. I, I, without sounding like I'm wet in the bed or anything like that, I'm, I'm terrified somebody's going to come in and buy him in January, mate. So mad, but as I've said, to Carney is about this. It's a good club. thing. It's a yeah. good thing because, unfortunately, that's the model we need to work to. And if somebody comes in and offers us stupid money for Jack Butland, he'll be, he'll be away. Unfortunately, but mm-hmm. he's just. Levels above at the moment. He's, you can tell he's played in a big league. He's ex England internationalist as well. Commands his box. He's a common influence to the back line. Makes huge saves. I mean, that save he made, I mean, there are saves he should be making, but the save he made at 1 0 with the hearts, the header. And then the one with Kingsley, I think it was, that tips it whip it. Over. And yeah. he tips over. That just takes the life out of the hearts because they go, what do we need to do? And Rangers run apart and make it too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So he makes big saves at big times. Similar to Alan McGregor, we've been fortunate through our lifetime, Carney, that we've seen fantastic goalkeepers at, at Rangers. Andy Gorham, um, Stefan Kloss, Alan McGregor, and now we've got Jack Butland, and he's only 30. I mean, that was just quite young for a goalkeeper, if you want to say. Mm. He's still got plenty, plenty of mileage left in him, but I think he loves being at, at Rangers. I think he looks settled up in Glasgow. He's got a young family, obviously. He's, he's married, but 
I think he loves up here. And he, he loves being the number one. He's not played that much football in the past three years. I'm sure I've seen a stat today or somebody was saying that he's played more football this season than he has in the last three seasons in terms mm-hmm. of each season. But yeah. he's... Um, I, I'm running out of words. I actually said, I think we had a discussion in, in the pub on Sunday and we all asked, kind of says, do you think about Alan McGregor now? And you don't because he's just slotted in. And that's nothing, no disrespect to Alan McGregor, but... He's just slotted in, and um, I, I, ho- I hope Carney we have him for at least another season because he's yeah. he is a fantastic goalkeeper for us. Yeah, is, did Dixie say he's better than McGregor? Was it Dixie that say that? it was either him or Scotia? I don't know. That's a just another discussion. I don't think you can say that now. I've also just dropped that in there because Dixie likes to pretend he watches this pod and it'll be interesting to see next time we go for a pint whether he mentions it or not. <laughs> um, but I can't remember if it was him or Scorsese that said that. Look, I, I couldn't agree more with you. You don't miss Alan McGregor and that's, that's as nice as, uh, in the nicest possible way I can put that because you don't. Butland, he's, he's tremendous, honestly. An absolutely fantastic goalkeeper. He handles himself so well. He's a very good professional. He's good with the media. And yeah, and he's just a guy that I think, and he's got a fantastic song. I mean, his song is song. absolutely brilliant. The um, staff in that, that church in the hill will be sick of that song. They will, they, they, will, <laughs> they will be sick of that song. But it was, um, but he was tremendous again and just called into action. And he looks like the type of guy that the keeper that we always speak about, mate, is that a Rangers keeper could have nothing to do for 90 minutes, but you still have to make that one save on the 91st minute. And he looks like he falls into that. He looks like he's constantly switched on. He's always prepared. And he's just the utmost, he's utmost professional. Uh, uh, yeah, he's a fantastic signing and my favourite signing we've made so far um, this season. I think he's, uh, I think he's brilliant. I do. And I say I do. I understand that we're a selling club, yes, but I think the offer will need to be ridiculous because he'll, one, he'll be on a very good wage here, so you'll need to buy out his contract anyway. So he'll be on a very good wage, but it's really, if, if somebody in England comes knocking me in the, in the, um, in the Premier League, Rangers can say, well, no, that's not enough, that's not enough, that's not enough. And before you know it, mate, you're going into silly numbers because they'll pay it. They will pay it. Um, I think Rangers will be smart with that one. I really do. But I agree with you. I think he looks like he's loving his time up here. But um, again, when he was called into action, he was superb. Um, Clement, post-match, mate. Um, as well on Clement, this is the first proper, a big game, I suppose you could say. This was a, I know every game's a must-win, but there was really no... There was no leeway for him not winning that. Things, everything that he'd done previously before that, mate, to to now, if we'd have lost on Sunday, it would have been obliterated. It would have been gone. Nobody would have cared what he'd done previously. It was all about what was going to happen on Sunday. And the way that he's um, handling the press, mate, his comments are great. There's a real tone of... He's like a real tone setter, even of the club. Like he's he's setting our standards and it's in the nicest possible way. I, I can almost see. I can always compare him to Smith. The way that Walter Smith used to handle the media. It was okay. Yeah, that was good, but it's still not good enough. We've still not won anything. We've still not won the cup. And the, just the way that he's handling himself, the, the way he's critical of himself in terms of he lets the press know that he is constantly analysing himself. He's con- constantly analysing the squad. It's just a real breath of fresh air, mate. And he's a proper football manager. Oh, he's, yeah, he's better than what I thought he was going to be. To be honest, I didn't know much about him before he came, so it's quite hard to, to judge. But from what I've seen him so far in the way he talks with the media. <clears throat> he's right, though. 
yeah, we beat Hearts in the semi-final. That was a fantastic result. And it was a fantastic result. But we've not won anything yet. And that's what he's saying. Yes, it's good to beat Hearts. Yes, we're happy to be in the final. But that's it. We'll park it. We've got a lot of bigger games coming up before then. Um, and that'll take care of itself when we get there. But yeah, he keeps everyone's feet in the ground. Does he get carried away? Does he give the press any clickbait, if you want to say, for them? So he's very good with them. But he does give them stuff. It's not as if he doesn't give them anything. He's, he is good he with does. them. He is, he is good with them. But with the with the players, he's stern. The, the one, the bit I liked about him on Sunday was we were 3-1 up with two minutes to go in injury time and Cyril Dessers stopped pressing for the front and he came out and screamed at him to say, your job's not done now just because we're 3-1 up means you can swan about the park and he was shouting at him. I like that. And he had a hold of him at, at, at full time saying to him, pretty much probably like, if I tell you to do something, do it. And I like yeah. that about him. He's yeah. stern. He, he has similar, similar characteristics to, to Walter in terms of what he is. But so far, so good, can he? And he's got a big test coming up Thursday night. Because if he wins that, we're majorly in the driving seat to get this Europa League group. So, um, aye, it's all been, it's all been good so far. <laughs> you just went for that wee bump in the road as a Rangers fan. And there probably yeah. will be a bump at some point. Because it, it can't go plain sailing. But at the moment, it's all positive for me. Absolutely. And I think he's more so... Yes, he's getting the team playing better football. But the, leading into what you were saying about Dessers there... It's the mentality that he's changing. It's the mentality yeah. of what it is to be playing for Rangers. You, you you continue to go until the last minute. You don't you you you're you're pushing, you're pressing, and it, it, there's never a time to sit back and relax. It's constant. He expects his players to be extremely fit. I think the fitness levels are going to improve across the team, and I think the mentality is something that's the the strong mentality. The the maybe not winning because we've I know we've not won in yet, but installing that into players that it's never enough and I even believe that when if we do go on to win the cup I still think he'll be going okay but we've not won the league we've not won the Scottish Cup yeah. we're still in Europe hopefully um, we're still in Europe do you know what I mean that's okay that's all well and done we'll enjoy the day yes of course it's important for the club yada yada but we go again and I think it'll always be that we go again we go again kind of mentality and I'm, I'm all for it generally I'm all for it I'm, I'm loving the way that he's he's handling himself so yes Rangers will play Aberdeen on the 17th of December at Hamden 3pm kickoff, which is fantastic for us uh, absolutely brilliant I'm so glad because there was rumours going about it was going to be like 12 and it was going to be like 1 and then people were saying quarter to 8 and I was like quarter to 8? Oh, no, it can't be quarter to 8 but uh, I booked Monday off have you booked Monday off? Yes that's all. Yes me too I am off too so yes very much looking forward to that um, fingers crossed I got a ticket don't let me down now um, uh, Mr Majors and uh, what a Christmas present it would be mate to see James Tavernier lift that cup that would be tremendous so yes uh, a really enjoyable day on, on Sunday at Hamden uh, very very good uh, and it's uh, into the final we go so if this has worked properly and if it hasn't then I apologise everybody because there's going to be a massive edit here Um Scotia and Ryan have got a video to report from the fans forum before we look ahead to our next game I'm going to play it now Ali don't turn off because we've neither of us have seen this yet so we actually have to watch it <laughs> to see what they've said uh, so I'll play that now and we'll come back after it with a few comments on it Good evening everyone welcome to Club at 22 the Rangers podcast I am Ryan Haymarch and it is Tuesday the 7th of November we are here at Edmiston House for the 
Chief Executive Fan Forum, the second fan forum, the Rangers. I'm here joined by, um, is, it, is it Tracy? What's her name? What's that band's name? That's Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> Stacey. 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 Stacey's number one fan. Yes, uh, Teddy Bear, everyone, Teddy Bear, uh, that was uh, quite enjoyable the last few days. But yes, it's a mixture of the A and B team tonight, I don't know what, the A B team? Ah, uh, it's the A B team, well, I'm definitely the A team. <laughs> um, yes, we're here, to, we're here to go into the, the fans forum and it was chaired by the senior, senior management team which Scotia has gotten written down for us, Scotia. Aye, uh, so we had quite a few there this evening. Um, firstly there, there was um, James Bisgrove, obviously. He was joined by James Taylor, who's the Chief Finance Operator. Craig Robertson, the Director of Football's Operations. Um, Kareem Virani, who's the Chief um, Commercial Officer. Greg Marshall, Head of Fan Engagement. David Milburn, Head of Customer Service. Natalie Nairn, Head of Events Retail. And then a special impromptu guest, Ryan, was um, the main man himself, Mr Philippe Clement, was along the night. Mr. Flurry, uh, Flurry, Flurry. <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's very cold out here, so if you hear me shaking, uh, that's the reason why. Yes, Philippe Clement was uh, present before he went to Broadwood for the B team game. Uh, to say he has a presence is an understatement. I was very pleased to see him. Uh, it's the first time I've really kind of seen him in the flesh up close, but it was a very engaging um, session. Um, they all spoke very well. It was encouraging. I think it was probably something that. As I said to you before we went in, um, may have gone differently if it was six weeks ago. I think there's a positive, a positive vibe there. Um, lots of areas covered in terms of marketing, financial questions, uh, the Walter Smith statue uh, was discussed that as apparently coming an announcement next year. Um, the fan liaison officer, um, Greg Marshall, was there. He spoke very well as well, but any key points for you, Scotia? Any kind of key questions the listeners might want to hear about? Uh, well, the main one is I hope that Clement's not went to Broadwood because I don't know who he'll be watching if he goes to Broadwood. I hope it's Capolo who's went to, to watch that B team game. Was it not Broadwood? No, it's Capolo <laughs> playing at the night, the B team. Yeah, okay, sorry, <laughs> so Capolo. Yeah, no, but Clement came up, um, he said quite a few interesting things. He didn't tell us the player who it would be, but kind of hinted at that there's maybe maybe going to be an omission for the team so no doubt you'll hear this after Ryan and not Ryan sorry Ali and Scott have given you their teams for Thursday night and they're probably going to be wrong on one player by the way he was kind of speaking about things but um, I like Clement speaking he was good um, Kenny just explained a bit more his thought process in joining Rangers which yeah. I found found encouraging and then sort of the usual things came out from Bisgrove in terms of singing section a bit updating that that was quite good to hear also, Brisgrove, I think the main one mentioned to me that we're in at the final stages of director of football, technical director, whatever you want to call it, so we should hopefully hear an announcement in that. And on sort of announcements as well, Clement had mentioned that we're not too far away from announcing sort of some more members of his backroom team, which I think was, it was good to hear as well. Yeah, as I said, they all spoke very well. This, these sessions for me are something that I've heavily criticised the club for. Um, and I mean, talking years before I even uh, did this podcast and met the guys, um, this is a great step for the club. It's creating a consistent environment between the club and the supporters, and we're constantly getting that engagement and that avenue that they can take their concerns to. Um, as always, there are always questions that you kind of maybe chuck a wee bit of sport matters to individuals, I suppose. Uh, there was a question asked about at the end. Uh, remind me what the boy said. It was about 
fans leaving. Uh, fans leaving. Uh, fans of, of, the, of, the senior, of the senior management team thought about fans leaving early. Uh, I am one of those fans, so I just put my head down at that, po- at that point. But I did get the I did get the opportunity to see match here. Okay, uh, I did get the opportunity, however, to ask Philippe Clement um, about the winning mentality in the team uh, because they have been criticised for that in the past from us fans and how he's going to install that. He gave me a long-winded answer, uh, very thorough and just said that he's a winner at home, he doesn't let his kids lose, he doesn't like to lose his kids at any kind of, kind of games, my kind of man, uh, really liked his answer, um, I wish I had recorded it because I was just so nervous looking at him because he was looking re- directly at me, so yes, it was good to ask him a question, very impressed with him, but he wasn't there long before he went to Capolo, um, anything else you took from it, Scotia? Yeah, one of the things that I found interesting was um, Craig Robertson was speaking about the B team, and he was speaking about the the reasoning behind why we've taken the B team out of the Lowland League, because I was pretty critical of it, of it all the time, but he's explained it in a wee bit more detail, reasons why they would, if we were still in the Lowland League, then potentially the likes of Ross McCausland's probably out on loan or not at the club anymore because of the restrictions that are given there, um, they, so he, I quite liked his explanation around that, we got a wee bit of an update in the women's team, which I know is maybe not everyone's bag, but I think it, they've done well to explain that and sort of the plans have got for the women's team going ahead again. It looks like a few more wee announcements in terms of sort of upper level management for that for um, that team. Um, I quite like that. And Clement been there kind of through me because I said to you beforehand an awful lot of the questions that I'd considered asking were probably going to be questions that would better be answered by a director of football type yeah. person, and I didn't think they would be there. And then Clement was there, but no, it was um, a thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable evening. Um, first type of event like that I've ever been to. Never really been to an AGM or anything before like that before but no I found it um, highly encouraging um, and it's good that the, the, the club are doing this you know giving us this every sort of four months we sit down with the fans you know it was well represented tonight probably about what about 300 people there tonight yeah about 300 like so um, very well represented probably get more that we can get into when we're back speaking on I don't even know if we'll both be on on Friday night but whenever we're both next back on um, we'll probably be able to go into a wee bit more detail and the guys can ask us questions about it no doubts yeah well, I hope you've enjoyed it. Just a wee insight into the fans' forum. Uh, probably either handing you back to the guys or the, I've already done the pod. But I hope you enjoyed it anyway. Um, I would encourage anyone to go to that fans' forum. Uh, um, you can do it through my years for another six months. Probably we'll, we'll probably do another one, but I definitely encourage you. Scotia, thank you very much for this evening. And everyone, we will see you soon for Club at 22. Cheers. There we go. That worked quite seamlessly, actually. <laughs> didn't expect that to go as well as it did. Yeah, that was not bad. Uh, your thoughts on that, mate? Uh, Clement making an appearance? Yeah. I missed a Haymarch asked him a question as well, mm. which was um, which was good. But, um, yeah, yeah, I didn't think he would be there. Um, so that's that's good that he was there. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was good for the guys there. A wee insight into it. In, in what's, your thoughts on, what's your thoughts on something like that overall? Do you think that's a positive thing for the club to be doing? Yeah, of course it is, because in, in years gone by, the, the the thing that's been thrown is that the, the board don't care about the fans. There's, there's not been that link between them and the fans. And I think Bisgrove's the main guy behind it, Carney. He's forward thinking. Yeah. He's dynamic. That This is what he's doing. Um, and yeah, I think it's a good idea. Like, like Scotia said just there, I mean, he's not a a shareholder entrance so he doesn't get to go to AGM. So to go to something like that and, and see what they're planning to do and going forward, I think it's I think it's fantastic for Rangers going forward. Um, but I but it's it's Bisgrove. He's very clever at what he does. Even when he brought that 
K-pop band or whatever the hell they're called. Another night, another night. That's the stuff like that. That's that's clever, very clever. Um, but yeah, no, I thought the, the guys came across very well there. And Scotia was nervous tonight, which was which was good to see. Which is, is always a relief to me. I mate. look more nervous <laughs> when, when, when it's a video I've not pre-watched, mate, and yeah. I'm putting out there. It's, it's, it is, it's nice to know that he wasn't very nervous. I'm quite quite happy with that. Uh, but no, I think it's important as well. Probably the biggest ones I took from that, the Watersmith statue, I think it needs to happen. Yeah. We're all in agreement with that. I'm glad that the board are still very much pushing for that. I know, it's well, as I say, we'll get into more detail when we get Scotia and Ryan back in about the safe standing, uh, the singing section even, <clears throat> and the safe standing, and she will repair things are going to lie with that, I'd imagine it's one that's going to run for a, a bit of time yet, but um, probably the director of football and the backroom staff, mate, um, I'm glad that the, bo- the board are doing this and I'm glad that things are nearly done with it and it will be interesting to see who he, who he names as the as his backroom staff as well as the director of football, but this is an important step for the club. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a huge step because they need to get the director of football correct. Um the guy that they brought they brought a guy in today, Carl. I've seen it briefly. I've not had a read it's uh to do the academy who came in today. That's right. The, the Belgian if I'd done my research, I've not had time I could give you his name, but he, he came in today or he's starting in January um with Angels. So yeah, I I, I think it's all positive, Carney, but the director of football is a big one for me going forward. Who is Clement's gonna have a huge say in it. He wouldn't have came to Rangers without having a say in it. So it'll be interesting to see who fills that position going forward. I'll try not butcher his name, Zurab Amarian. Amarian, I think yes. that's his name, um, who's come in. Yeah, so very much uh, looking forward to, to him starting his time at Ibrooks as well. So, yeah, no, it's all positive. It's all good moves. Uh, and I think you're, you're, you're even seeing through that appointment as well alone, Clement's going to have a hand in pretty much all of this. I think he's he's he'll have a short list of people that he wants to work with. So it'll be interesting to see when that comes through. Correct me if I'm wrong, did Scotia mention that we're going to name somebody on our team and he's not going to be playing? And he didn't tell us who? They didn't tell us, which I thought was about. <laughs> like, why, why would you not Why would you not have told you know us that? You know why he's done that, Carney, because yeah. he wants us to name our team and he's going to name his team and he'll get it correct because yeah. he knows he's got a wee insight. So, um, yeah. yeah. Aye. Typical Scotia, mate. But no, uh, thank you very much to Ryan and to Scotia for that. As I say, that's pretty much directly at the same time as we're recording it. They've sent that over, so very much appreciated to them. And we hear more about it, sure, in the coming days, no doubt. Uh, right, before we finish up, mate, we'll look ahead to our next game, Rangers v Spartak in the UEFA Europa League group stages. The group is finally poised, mate. Betis top on six points, ourselves and Sparta on four points, Limassol on three. A chance for us to put ourselves in a real command position, mate. Um, I think if we get three points, points, uh, we're taking kind of second outright in the group, um, going into the Limassol game on the 30th of November, so it's a big game, as you mentioned earlier mate, it's a big game for Rangers, we could very much put ourselves in a very commanding position to get out of this group, and the way that we're playing right now mate, I can't wait to get to Hybrox on Thursday. Yeah, I mean the, the first game we played them, they should have been out of sight in the first half, if you've been honest yeah. about it, they, they should have pushed the sword, but we actually nearly ended up Pinching that game, but for me, that was a big point getting that point over there. The two back to back home games coming up at Ibrook starting, starting on Thursday there, but I huge Rangers. They've got injury worries as well, them at the moment. So I thought they were a good team. 
they don't scare me if I'm being honest. I, I thought a better team would have put us put us away that night. They they missed mm-hmm. a few chances, but yeah, I, I think we've got more enough to take care of them on Thursday night. Clement's had an extra few weeks with this team. We've played more games. We've got a bit of momentum now going. We're at Ibrooks as well, which is a, a huge plus factor for this Rangers team. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to going to Thursday night, Carney. And if we, as you say, if we win the game on Thursday night, majorly in the driving seat, not just to come second, but to potentially come um, first in the group. Mm. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a massive, massive game for Rangers. You would expect Betis to win against Limassol. Um, yeah. Betis are at home, so you'd expect them to win, which would put them on to nine. We would move on to seven points. Is that correct? Yes, we'd move on to yeah. seven. And say so you'd put yourself in a pretty decent position, mate, absolutely. Uh, and very much one that I think we are capable of. I agree with you, mate. I think the game itself against Sparta, we weren't great. for a, It was a survival mode, I think, more than anything else for Clement. Um, that game was just try not lose, try not get beat. And you're right, we, we we were at a point where we nearly, we nearly, um, we nearly pinched the game, but now, as I say, now that we've seen now, as I say, I know there's still time and there is going to be these bumps in the roads, but, but I think the the team was riding a wee bit of a crest of a wave, and they'll be. I think the team will be enjoying the the praise that they are getting um, from media, from fan media as well, because it's a change, it's a breath of fresh air for us, mate, to be sitting here having a positive podcast the whole way through from start to finish. It is, it's very good, it's very good, and I think they'll be. I think they'll be they'll be right up for this because they know they'll know what's on what's what's at stake, what's on the line. And yeah, uh, as I said, I can't wait to get Tybrox on Thursday night. I really can't, and it's not often I've said that this season. I really, I haven't said it a lot, but I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. And I think the atmosphere, I think everything will feel different because of the way the team performed on Sunday. Um, it'll be a European night, I believe, on on um, Thursday, and uh, they're always good. Uh, Ibrox is Ibrox is a special place on a Thursday night. It seems. Um, so we'll try and guess the team, mate. Considering we don't know, even though Scotia does, because he could have told us, but we don't. We're not the team, but you knows one player that isn't playing. Uh, so, what is your team for um, Thursday night? Butland and Probably goal. agree. We'll probably agree, yeah. Tav, Goldson. I think Davies will come back in because um, Balgan, he had he took a couple of hits on that game at Hearts there. So, I mean, I'd play Balgan, but I don't know if he can play as many games as that in a row. Is he so. in the European squad? I think he is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> We're uh, terrible at this. We need Scotia. I'm yeah. sure he was. Sure he was. was he? And was I don't he? know. But Davies for me, regardless. So you go Davies. Um, Barisic, your left back. And then I'm going Lundstrom, Jack, Cantwell, Danilo through the middle, Seema, and Scott Wright. And I'm going 2-0 Rangers, Seema, first goal scorer. That's, I, I would go along with that team, mate. I think the only one up for debate, really. And I know we're probably being slightly unfair to Lammers because I think he was, I mean, slightly better on Sunday. Still not terrific by any stretch of the imagination. I think he breaks play down too much when we're attacking. I think he's wee twirly turns to go the other ways, be, be, becoming pretty annoying to see. But I know he's trying to build the confidence in the player. Uh, but no, I would, the, the front line the same. I think the only one is questionable is it. Balligan or is it um, Davis? Because I don't think Suter's not back. Obviously, the press conference will be tomorrow. And we'll know. We'll know what Scotia knows tomorrow. Don't know. Again, I apologise for why he didn't tell us at, at that time there. But there you go. Scotia will have his reasons. But yeah, um, pretty much the same team, mate. I will go. I'll go three-one Rangers, uh, and I'll go. I'll go Tavernier to get the first goal um, from 
either a screamer or a penalty. Uh, it's always good when you get a penalty. And see, I was speaking to uh, people that support the other side of the city, mate, and uh, they just they, they see this whole meltdown about Rangers getting penalties, stonewall penalties, and Mason refs giving a nod to a manager and a oh, smile. It's oh. just, mate, honestly, it's one of the, it's brilliant. So I, I fully expect Rangers to get a penalty. Why would they not? It seems part of the foot, part of football now that Rangers get a penalty. But no, look, I'm very much looking forward to it. I really am. Yeah, I can't wait to get to Ibrox. It's always a, it's always special going to Europe, <clears throat> going to a European game. Um, so yeah, but I'm, I'm quietly confident that Rangers will. Rangers will do the business, Rangers will show up. So, Alistair, for tonight, um, from our warm houses, while Ryan and Scotia are making their way back home, uh, thank you for joining me tonight, mate. No problem. Seems like we're doing a podcast every two days at the moment. Isn't the Tell me about it, mate. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> so, I know. A couple more to come, so the post-match obviously on Thursday. But no, um, good to be on. Good to have everything positive as well. And uh, yes, well done to... Um, to Mr. Haymarch and, and Mr. Gemmell tonight um, for, for doing their reporting at Edmondson House. So, yes, very much looking forward to Thursday night. Yes. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, cheers to Scotia and Ryan for doing that for us. That's very much appreciated and it's pretty good that it all worked out in the end. Uh, it saves me some work after this as well. <laughs> it means I don't need to sit and edit it all, so it's all worked. It's all worked out good. So thank you everybody for tuning in. All the usual stuff. If you could like the video, subscribe to the channel. That would be magic. Really do appreciate that. We will be back on Thursday after the match with Club Reaction. So yes, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we will speak to you on Thursday after hopefully your team wins. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network.